Hi, I'm Jen, and this is Talking in Bed, the podcast where I discuss niche interests, burning questions, movies, TV shows, foreign languages, and other sundry topics. If you like unfocused, opinion-based shows, then stick around. Hi, I haven't recorded in a while, and... Welcome back. If you're a returning listener, uh, welcome for the first time. If you're not, I don't know what brought you to this episode in either case. Um, <clears throat> I'm feeling, I'm at a point right now, uh, we're at like, uh, we're really entering the third year of this podcast. I have to look back on when my first episode aired uh oh no we're not quite there june 24th was my 2020 was the first time i recorded an episode but we're really close to the the third anniversary um and i i really feel that in the second way (laughs) in the second year i've really lost my way Uh, I feel that I have improved my like the quality of what I make I like what I have to say now I don't I try not to just like treat this like a therapy session where I'm just sort of talking to talk talking for the sake of talking uh I I try to think I try to have something to say about something, which is really, that's the most uh, important thing to me when it comes to putting out content is that I have, I like to watch content that has something, a personal opinion, like an original personal opinion. It's not just regurgitated opinions and like quote unquote facts that you've heard from other things on the internet or if you you know even if you discuss stuff that you've heard on the internet that you really dissect it and like think about what your preconceptions might be um and and acknowledge that you may not know you know acknowledge that you don't know what you don't know that kind of thing I really appreciate when people can give truly um, introspective opinions on topics of the day, right? Uh, And actually, I don't, I find that more interesting than um, really informative podcasts or content YouTube videos etc and I know that might be sort of a I don't know I I mean it's certainly I wouldn't say it's an unpopular opinion I mean I think plenty of people feel that way I don't (laughs) I don't feel like I have to be uh, educating myself through my content that's not necessarily something that relaxes me because I have to pay attention to 
informative content, right? And I, you know, being focused is not something that comes super easily to me. I'd much rather, I I would much rather be unfocused, actually. And that is a, that's a truth about myself that I'm just now realizing. It, It takes effort for me to be focused And when I'm unfocused, when I'm like switching between different screens and watching (laughs) different kinds of like, you know, a TikTok video, a scroll on Instagram, look at Reddit, look at YouTube. Maybe there's something on Netflix, maybe not. Watch one episode of New Girl, uh, start a movie, stop a movie. You know, when I'm constantly switching, I actually... That's like my default. That's the easiest for me is to be unfocused in what I'm taking in. Being focused requires a totally different um, energy level that I often do not have access to. And that's uh, kind of ties in perfectly to when I'm thinking about this podcast like why don't I create more episodes if I feel like I have you know in this past year I've sort of found ways to talk about things that are more interesting to me um not not that the first season one is wasn't interesting but it was just exploratory you know um it's really that I I kind of like wait around for the time in the week when I feel like very energetic and I'm in a good mood and I can really give that energy to a topic you know Because, of course, if I want to talk about things that are interesting to me, I I do now feel like, okay, so I want to look up something. I I don't just want to sort of spout things off the top of my head. I want to look look up something. I want to have a clear, even if I let myself sort of just ad lib in terms of what I'm going to say in the moment, like I'm not scripting every word, I at least want to have a, know where I'm going, what's the point that I am trying to make so that when I'm talking, it's not completely aimless rambling. We've got a, we've got a trajectory, even if that's not always immediately obvious um and that all requires energy that I don't necessarily have because of course I work I work night shift um you know when I started this podcast I I called it talking in bed because I thought okay I'll come home and I'll just plug in my headphones and I'll talk into the mic and just kind of dump out whatever's in my head and that was fine um but I I you know it's just that my my interest increased 
But at the same time, my, my interest in having more interesting things to say or more focused things to say, that increased. But my ability to put in effort to make, to come up with interesting opinions and to be able to follow like a regular posting schedule, that did not change. That hasn't changed whatsoever. And I'm not sure how to change that, you know? And that's sort of like the biggest uh, stumbling block for me. And I, I maybe it's ADD. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just, you know, take it out of the medical, like, um, realm. It, it might just be who I am is I feel like creative ideas come to me in these unexpected, sporadic spurts. And I just kind of have to be ready for it. I have to be ready with like a pen and paper or, you know, my notepad on my phone open to sort of take down <clears throat> what could be like, you know, a couple of paragraphs of thoughts that are maybe like generally connected and then a couple of random thoughts get thrown in there. And then it's sort of like, I don't know that I necessarily do anything with that but at least i've i've sort of captured the moment and that is like i feel like it's never going to change that much honestly and that's why the idea of writing a book which was something that was very important to me when i was younger i really wanted to be able to do that it seems so difficult to for I can't like conceive of how I would pull that off, you know, and it seems it's hard for me to think of anybody managing to do that, especially with like your first book or something. I I don't know how I can understand it with second and third that maybe you've got the ball rolling, so it you've done it once, you kind of understand what it's going to be like but I imagine that it's like having children or something like the 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 general schematics of it may be the same but each experience is very different and um <clears throat> I I before I started the podcast I really struggled a lot with wanting to be creative, wanting to be a writer, wanting to write poetry, feeling really quite discouraged by the kind of poetry I was putting out and feeling like I would submit it places and it would always get rejected. Sorry, my voice is... Um, And it was a constant source of frustration for me and was really discouraging and then I 
a cousin of mine started a podcast and I was on an episode of it and I saw how easy it was to set it up and um, it alleviated all of that frustration because I just had a place where I could like randomly go and dump out my thoughts And so I've been, you know, I've been create, I've been putting out fewer podcast episodes and I'm finding myself feeling frustrated because I'm not making anything. And, um, <clears throat> I mean, it's like a really easy kind of equation, you know, it's an easy sort of problem to solve in terms of just on paper Um, you know, but of course, going back to the energy thing, the time, not so much that this takes time. I have the time in terms of what's on my schedule, right? I I find that I've been finding that more and more as I'm getting older and I'm you know, living whatever life I'm living, I'm finding it very hard for me to push myself to do things that I don't want to do. That's a constant that has always been the case for me in my life, but I'm really uh, struggling to, to make myself do things that are not appealing to me and that's I see that that's not like a good habit to have you know um but I I kind of think it's like I don't I don't know if this is the right name for these anymore I'm not I, I did look it up and Wikipedia did not have a different suggestion for the name of this but I kind of think of it like a Chinese finger trap. Uh, You know, the more you kind of pull your fingers away, the more constricted you get. And then if you relax into it, I think you get out of it by pushing your fingers toward each other. I think. And then maybe you take one finger out and then the other. I I haven't used one in a long time. That's how I kind of think of like the, the elements of myself that make it heart you know that I I struggle and fight to not be as uh unwilling to do things that I don't want to do like I wish that I could put aside the mental block of well I don't want to do it so I'm not going to do it I wish that I could sort of take out the emotional aspect of that and just do it without thinking about doing it you know uh, just sort of accept that this is, it's just one of the things that you have to do, whatever those, I'm, I'm talking more about like, you know, life, adult stuff, uh, than creativity, but of course that comes into it. And, um, I think that, uh, like part part of what's preventing me from making more stuff is that 
I don't, I don't, I'm very much in a place right now where I'm sort of just like living day to day life, you know, putting one foot in front of the other, go to work, work is work, (laughs) come home, get ready for bed, try to do like something around the apartment so it's not a total train wreck, go to sleep, try to get as much sleep as I can you know, wake up and repeat. And then by the weekend, maybe we've got something going on. Maybe we don't. It's, I find that I don't feel like I'm, um, it's not that I don't enjoy my life, but I don't feel like I'm like, observing it from a poetic or an artistic perspective so it's hard for me to have interesting perspectives on things that I'm engaging with or things that I think because I'm not really uh taking the time to think about my opinions that way I'm not really taking the time to look at my life that way to sort of assess it from an objective point of view as far in as much as that's possible um and and I I don't have like I said I'm it would be very hard for me to come up with a writing a, a writing or whatever a creative schedule that would feel like I could stick to it because it's so outside of my natural ability. It requires energy to stick to a, a creative schedule. And so I I get sort of stuck in this loop, you know? Okay, I had to take a little break and I don't quite remember where I was. But I think even in what I'm sharing, I almost feel like it's too personal. Um, And that kind of bothers me. You know, I really don't want (laughs) to... use this as therapy you know that's what I have the therapist for um <clears throat> it, it, I know it's mostly just like talking out <clears throat> what I'm thinking about this I really I feel like the most interesting thing that I the the thing that I was feeling the most kind of confident about was having, um, was doing like book reviews. So I was doing the Alice in Wonderland review and I stopped because I got very kind of distracted. Uh, it just started requiring more energy than I felt like I could give it because I would do readings and I wasn't going to edit the reading so it was like I would do I would do it all in one take essentially 
and I was inevitably making mistakes and I hated that I was like breathing in the readings, which I don't even know if people think about that kind of thing. But when I listen to other, when you listen to audiobooks, they cut out the breathing, right? The kind of, and then reading a line. But I wasn't about to do that. Um, So I started getting very annoyed by that. I, I don't know if other people even think about that when they listen to it. Um, and I really enjoyed reviewing Stuart Little. Stuart Little? Not Little Stuart, Stuart Little. Wasn't there another book I reviewed? There were other books that I wanted to review. I started reading Charlotte's Web to review that same writer as Stuart Little. I left that book home. I was home on a visit recently. Kind of a catastrophic visit, but... <laughs> I mean, nothing too, nothing tragic, just a lot of issues that occurred. And I bought the new David Sedaris book, and he's one of my, you know, all-time, you know, long-term favorite writers. I've been a fan of his. Um, I don't know if other people like book reviews. I wish that they're... I wish that I felt as strongly about, like... um movies or TV shows to review them. And then I think is that really like there's so much kind of commentary and review. I mean, book reviews, I would say, are more. There's obviously a lot of book review podcasts and videos out there, but I I would say less than with movies and TV shows. So at least it feels like you're not just adding to a, you're not adding to the biggest pile of content there. <laughs> that probably sounded like I was going to say biggest pile of something else, but, <laughs> um, but I enjoy doing book reviews. It forces me to read. So that is really good. You know, that really forces me to keep doing a habit that I used to do a lot of, which I, I see that a lot in social media as people who are like, when I was younger, I used to read books constantly. And now it's like, it takes me so long to read one regular book, you know, and finish a book. So I know that that is, you know, everybody's looking for a way to keep up with old habits that you know were good for you and certainly better for you than scrolling. Um, you know, I, this is sort of vaguely connected, but I, I actually think that no surprise, but like on TikTok, I, I guess I see, I guess this is true on Instagram. Also, I, I don't, use Instagram as much anymore. I don't use Pinterest at all, but I suppose this could be true of Pinterest. But I see posts about um, like the idea of romanticizing your life. 
So just appreciating, even if things are unesthetic, kind of, you know, dirty plates, uh, the laundry, but also the nice things like the way that you decorate uh, the entrance to your home, where whatever your home is, uh, the clothes that you wear that you really enjoy pictures that you put up, that kind of stuff. So just romanticizing the aspects of your life that are unesthetic and aesthetic in this sort of age of um, social media giving us this idea of things looking beautiful. You know, the minimalistic beige and white closet that doesn't have any clutter. Uh, the laundry is perfectly put away the dirty laundry is perfectly put away in like a color coordinated basket, like a wicker basket or something. And I understand why people like having an aesthetic sort of life, you know, um, or decorating scheme or whatever you want to call it, because it's nice to have, your surroundings be visually pleasing to you. It's just not realistic. You know, it's just not. So I do like TikToks, for example. You know, if I'm scrolling for a half an hour and I see 10 TikToks, which I see, you see a lot more TikToks in a half an hour than 10, right? But let's say I see 10 TikToks and they romanticize just nice things, not anything overly aesthetic, not sort of perfect spotless homes. Even just, even the TikToks that are emphasizing like social media is a lie, you know, they show like an aesthetic side of the room and then they turn the phone around and they show like the, the coffee table is completely covered in crap, right? Even that kind of gets into my head and it sort of makes me, it makes me feel like if I see 10 of those, let's say, I start to, not consciously, but this thought starts to creep up of like, oh, like these people are like saying something, you know, they're, they're trying to say something at least and they've learned how to make a TikTok you know, like they can make a kind of interesting TikTok and they've learned to edit it or whatever. And they're like putting in the time to be uh, thoughtful about their life and their surroundings and they're making a commentary on social media and how it affects us. But in them doing that and me seeing it and of course the algorithm if I stop and look at something for longer or if I like it it takes notice of that and then it says oh okay you like you know romanticizing or you know your life or commentary on social media so we'll show you more of that right we all know that by now but it's sort of like I'm not It kind of makes me feel like, well, but you're not doing that. You're not saying anything. You know, you're not saying anything. 
you know, the longer you go not making a podcast episode, the more you're not saying anything. And what do you even want to say? You know, you don't necessarily feel like your life is this, like you're living in a poem or something. So what do you even want to say? You know, and it really can, um, I think that kind of thinking will, that'll really get into your, (laughs) it's already in your head. What do I want to say? (laughs) It'll stop you in your tracks. You know, uh, it's not really helpful thinking, is it? So I guess the best thing to do is to just, is to create or make just shitty stuff (laughs) just so that you're not doing what the voice is saying. Like, even if you don't have any clue what you want to say, what I, even if I don't have any clue what I want to say, even if I feel like I don't have the time or the energy or, you know, I haven't taken the time to write thoughts down. I haven't seen anything that's, sparked a real feeling of inspiration in me if I don't do it if I don't do something if I don't express some kind of thought even if it's the same thought over and over again which quite frankly that's kind of how I feel (laughs) about this podcast is that it's oftentimes it's me sort of expressing this kind of particular idea about what I'm doing with it well I feel like I figured out what I'm doing with it I did talk about that a lot in the first and second year um and now I feel like I understand that it is sort of just a place for me to express myself and talk about whatever it is that's on my mind if it's a piece of media that's been interesting to me or if it's just thoughts on myself, my life, then that is, I just need a place to put it, you know? I need a place to put it where maybe some people will listen to it. Um, <clears throat> and... So I I can't, I really have to, I really have to keep up with it because if I don't, I get frustrated. Then I don't have anything that I'm working on. I don't have anything that I'm working toward. Even if what I'm working toward is just, oh, I should, I really have to read that chapter of Alice in Wonderland so that I can do an episode on it for the 15 people that might listen to it. I really have to do that. I have to come up with an opinion about it because if I don't have, if I don't share my opinion on something, then I, you know, I I feel like I'm floundering I don't feel like I'm assessing my life I'm not expressing anything and um 
I think I used to think that being famous, and this is probably something that I would guess a lot of people feel, is that you look at uh, people that you like, actors or YouTubers or whatever, people who have like a pretty big audience. And you think, oh, that that seems like a great life because, I mean, just having financial security it looks like it's financial security of course we know that it can very much not be financial security you know just because you're at the top of your game your field for a period of time in your life does not mean that you're going to stay there you can absolutely drop down to not being financially stable but it it sort of gives the um, not appeal, oh my goodness, the illusion of financial security, at least for that time period. And also I think what's attractive is that like, obviously something that we know from the internet is that people like to share their opinions. That's really important to us. That was true before the internet. And people don't like to feel alone in their opinions. They like to find other people that agree with them on their opinions, which can lead to some really unhealthy echo chambers, you know, on various kind of corners of the internet. It can lead to very healthy echo chambers. Well, I don't know if any echo chamber is healthy, but it can lead to... healthy places on the internet where maybe there's more not debates going on. I truly hate debating in like the core of my being. But it just a just a interesting exchange of ideas, right? Um and Oh no, I lost my train of thought. Uh, right. Um, you know, so people like to share their opinions and they don't want to feel alone in those opinions. And I really think that's the driving force behind why, why does anybody create anything? Because it is kind of like, why, why do I feel this need? Why do I have to express this? And it's not like I'm expressing these specific thoughts to a friend or a family member I don't think I would go on a kind of tangent like this if it wasn't my therapist or this podcast, right? I think what this offers, like with, it's something you get in therapy, but of course in therapy you can talk about things that you just wouldn't talk about with anybody else, right? Because there's that confidentiality. But here it's like, I don't have to defend myself. I don't have to defend my opinions. I don't have to hear other people's opinions. I uh, can just work out my thoughts in real time or refer to sort of notes that I have. And um, I think that's kind of 
it, it's a unique thing that you don't get in your relationships with people, you know? So it is a, it's not, it's a way to connect as in, I would like it if people listened and partook in this one-sided expression, self-expression. But I don't necessarily want people to respond back. I mean, <laughs> I mean you can send me your thoughts, you know, <laughs> I guess. Um, I'm not looking for a discussion, which I guess is why I ne- would not ever really be interested in interviewing people. On the show, I'm not looking for a discussion. I'm looking for me to work it out on my own, you know? Which I'm... That's sort of surprising to me. I I guess I I didn't really know that exactly. Um... So I... Maybe the third year of this show will be me uh, coming up with a schedule that I feel I can stick to. And it may involve, you know, or just a timeline, like twice a month, two episodes a month, where I feel like I can put my attention into things you know one episode is something to do with book or media review the other is this sort of free free form expression of thoughts that I'm having that's probably what would be the most interesting to me so we have Episode one, under <laughs> under our belts. Uh, episode one of this, I'm sort of starting season three right now, I guess. Um, it feels like a natural place to sort of start things since I really need that, like, Or maybe it's a good place to end season two. That that may be better. And then start season three with a book, a book or media review. Um, <clears throat> or, you know, something else entirely. Something that's not just me expressing myself. Right? Me, uh, I want to, I want to move between me expressing myself and me having an opinion on something that I'm engaging with. That's what I feel like I I see for myself. That's what would be important for me to talk about. Satisfying for me to talk about. Um so if you you know, have any media that you want me to talk about. I'm definitely open to suggestions. 
it would probably be nice actually uh if i had suggestions i don't expect anybody <laughs> to like write and have a thought you know uh but if you do and you feel inspired my information is in the description of this episode um <clears throat> thank you for listening maybe this was insightful for you I don't know. Um, happy Pride Month if you're into that. <laughs> and if you're not, then a very unhappy Pride Month <laughs> to you. It'll be very unhappy for you if you're not into that. <clears throat> and um, so, yeah, uh lol lots of love (laughs) and I'll talk to you sometime later in this month with a interesting hot take on a piece of media so bye